challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I got to tell you right up front that I have been excited about this particular podcast for a long time. I've been telling you along the way that we're about to make a really wonderful change to the Great Man Podcast, and today we're going to tell you about it in detail. I'm still going to be doing my regular podcast every few weeks, but now in the intervening period, some dear friends of mine are going to do a podcast woven into the Great Man Podcast. Theirs is going to be Great Man too, and they're going to process what I say in the alternate weeks. So I'll be teaching, I'll be talking about trends, I'll be talking about men's psychology and brain science and challenges and the definition of being a great man. They then are going to help you apply this and make application to your life and get down in the nitty gritty. You're going to like these guys. They're dear friends of mine. They're partners. And I think this new way of doing the Great Man Podcast is going to be wonderful. So to explain all of this, I called into their podcast here just recently. You're going to get to know them through this. You're going to get the sense of our tone together, our friendship together, uh, the different gifts that we bring to this. So let me be quiet and listen now as I call into the Renovating Masculinity podcast and we all introduce the two men who are going to be joining me and the Great Man Podcast. You're going to love this going forward. Give it a listen. My guy, how are you doing? What up, JT? Hey, how man. are you, man? Thanks for uh, sliding in last week and doing solo. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. No, I enjoyed you, it. You actually didn't. <laughs> no, I, I, I fretted all the day long about that, man. You did a great job of introducing yeah. uh, what we're going to be doing, and you used fear, kind of, you know, fear to step into the next step. And sure. we'll talk about that. But yep. we have today what Anthony was talking about. We have our dear friend, Stephen Mansfield on with us to kind of introduce what we're going to be doing, where we're going, how we're going to do it. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. Yeah. So Stephen's a lot of fun, man. And and just the way that he does his podcast is, is kind of like saying Fred Astaire. And then you look at us, and we're more like Fred Flintstone. Yeah, I mean it's going to be hilarious the way that we niche, that we stitch these together. It's going to be we're we're so opposite. It's going to be kind of fun. I so. know. But anyway, guys, this is what we're going to do. Uh, and on today with us is Stephen Mansfield. Man, it's great to be with you guys. I'm excited about this because I am aware of my limitations. I can talk <laughs> it. I can teach it. I can make application from what's going on in our culture. I'm living it myself, but you guys are better at the coaching, better at the application, better at getting down in the weeds and down in the nitty gritty. So I'm excited to be partnered with you. Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty pumped. Uh, so, you know, last week, uh, Anthony kind of did a little intro and, and we one thing that he really said and I think is important for the guys is, you know, you set certain goals and you want to do certain things in life. And then when opportunities come that are going to help you with that goal. Sometimes you get scared and fearful of taking that step. And when you ask us to be a part of great man in the podcast, that's kind of when fear kind of set in and are we really capable of doing this? Sure. Uh, we, we got a lot of goals and things that we set for our podcast, uh, renovating masculinity. And, um, and this was just another step that, you know, we're pretty proud, honestly, that you would even consider asking us, 
to be a part of what you're doing. Well, you're very kind. I got to tell you, you know, on your podcast, I'm sure you teach and I know I do on Great Man that we need each other. We need other men's eyes and abilities on us. We need people speaking into our lives, building a band of brothers. And I got I don't mind saying a bit that I just realized that whatever impact I've been given, I'm grateful for, but I just can't do it without yeah. you. So we're kind of modeling what we know, you know, every man needs. Every man's got his strengths. He's got his understanding. He's got his self-knowledge, but he's not going to be a great man. He's not going to be everything he's made to be until he's got the eyes of other men on him other men confronting him, other men, you know, I mean this emotionally smacking him around and loving on him and then have, calling him to his best. So we're really doing this right here. I also realized one other thing, by the way, I talk really fast, like the Yankee on drugs. And you guys talk slow. Do we really? And Kentucky and Southern. And I, so I, I if I may just have to smoke something or do something before I get on this podcast, because I can tell I'm the Yankee talking real fast. Well, I, it's definitely diverse because I have a Yankee on one side and then I have this Texan accent on the other side and Anthony. That Which some, I mispronounce everything. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to go, what? Did he say? And you're going to have to re rewind it and listen to it again. But yeah. And you know, it's great, man. Just even sitting here with you, Stephen. Now, th there are a few personalities and friendships and people in your life that no matter the age, even though I'm older than you, when I look at you, man, I go, man, this is somebody that I look up to. This is somebody that I am always uh, smitten with whenever we're in company. And even if it's casual company. So I'm, I'm going to have to get over that when we start doing the podcast and be able to just have a normal conversation with you, man. <laughs> well, buddy, let me tell you, here's how it usually goes in my life. People are impressed until they start spending time with me. And then the whole thing falls yeah. flat. No, I'm just teasing. Well, I'm impressed with you guys, too. And that's probably the good basis for what we're going to do together. I so admire what you do that I don't do. And I think you're saying to me, you need some things I do. So, yeah, let's let's help men together and change a generation. Great. Well, Stephen, since both of our audiences are listening to this podcast, won't you just kind of take a, just a second and we always say Stephen doesn't need an introduction. He needs an explanation. <laughs> so won't you explain uh, who you are and what you've done, just so that our listeners will be a little bit familiar with you? Well, I appreciate that. Flyover of my life is grew up a military brat, largely overseas. Father, a high-ranking, highly dedicated war hero. Good man, not abusive in any way, but just distant, just gone a lot, off to war, off to Vietnam, etc., um, became a Christian right at the age of 18, was recruited to play college football, turned it down, went to a Christian school, and became keenly aware at that school that I needed I needed older men, older brothers in my life to be what I was made to be. I mean, I mean I'm not kidding. I'd, I'd learned how to shave in college. Wow. Um, my dad, good man, fine man, loved me, but just, just wasn't around enough to teach me that kind of stuff. So, Went from there, pastored a lot of years, loved those years, taught and worked with men, invested in men. But I always knew I'd be the, a pastor who would not pastor forever. I mean, I, I just didn't, I knew that about half my life I'd invest in pastoring. And I really wanted to have a broader impact in the world and, uh, and impact men. So by God's grace, I had some, some New York Times bestselling uh, books, and that kind of repositioned me in every way, in the media, financially, what have you. And, and when I when I really had a good platform, I started trying to impact men. And I wrote three books uh, for men. One's called Mansfield's Book of Manly Men. One's called Building Your Band of Brothers. One's called Men on Fire. And just committed that I would spend a chunk of my time uh, focused on men, speaking, developing organizations, working internationally. I have taught in one meeting tens of thousands of men in the Philippines and had 
little brown-skinned men fall into my arms and weep their eyes out mm-hmm. at what that country suffers through a lack of fathering and manhood. And I've been in other countries where the same thing happens. And so I tell you, once that happens, you're just all in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't you can't live any other way. And I know you you guys have had the same experiences. So I live in both Nashville and D.C. I live in Nashville for the media that I do, for the client people I work with, the consulting I do. And I live in that. I often joke I get schizophrenic in D.C. and go back to Nashville to get normal. <laughs> um, but I, I have foot in both worlds. Uh, I have an amazing wife named Beverly, as you, both of you know her three kids and a couple of grandkids. And so just committed a a big portion of the rest of my life to impacting men, because I think that's the real key to our societal renewal in the Western world, but actually everywhere in the world. I've done this in Africa, Latin America, everywhere. And I'm sure we'll impact those parts of the world with this podcast. So anyway, that's the flyover of my life. A little bit, a little bit more academic than you guys. I have a role at a university. I have a doctorate in history and literature, you know, I've written, written more books than a man ought to in one lifetime, and I'm not done yet, about 27 books. So um, my life is not all bookish, but but I lean more towards the consulting, writing, speaking, media kind of thing. And you guys are a bit more the captains on the ground, and so we'll, we'll partner well together. I don't think I told you that I just took a job at a university, actually. So we're kind of Did equal. you? Yeah. They had a janitorial service uh, <laughs> opening, and so I just I jumped on it. Yeah. <laughs> So Anthony, won't you kind of tell? So Stephen's audience sure. is listening. I feel like I'm the ringleader here all of a yeah. sudden, which is my normal. But won't you kind of tell Stephen's audience a little bit about you? A little flyover. Yeah, Stephen. My name's uh, well, your audience. My name's Anthony Flemons. I am 58 years old. Stephen mentioned that I am African American, but when JT calls me African American, I correct him and say black. And if he calls me black, I correct him and say African American. It's ongoing. Yeah. So it's something that he's never going to win. But I grew up in Texas, and unlike Stephen, man, I grew up without a father, and that's not an uncommon story. Uh, I think that it really drove me to seek out leadership and uh, examples of manhood from places that I shouldn't have. And most of those, uh, we'll probably talk about this sometime in the future, but it was kind of in the setting of being under the streetlight. So I, I grabbed a lot of my wisdom about masculinity from being out with guys that didn't have any idea what they were talking about either. Uh, I grew up in Fort Worth, Texas, and later moved to Dallas, Texas. So that's where I spent my younger life. I have been in about more police cars probably than the policeman's own children. I always say that he's probably looked at my picture more often than he's seen the pictures of his children. So I'm telling you that to tell you the kind of background that I come from has not been stellar. It's not been spotless, but some good things happened to me back in that life, JT. Uh, It's when I became, uh, I came to faith and I actually got saved in a jail cell. So my, my whole background and my perspective is a little bit different than the two gentlemen that you'll be talking with, but that's my start. And my whole passion for men has come from not having that example in my own life. And so I began to seek out those opportunities to gather that information towards myself. And I found that this part of life was missing for, I'm going to say the majority of men. And it's an opportunity for us to impact men and share some things that we have learned. And JT and I, we always say that we want to give you an opportunity to learn without making the mistakes that we already have. So it's a shortcut to a bit of a success. I am currently uh, a GM for uh, Upscale Steakhouse. I am in the hospitality business. I have never gone to university. I finished high school. So 
as far as uh, Stephen being academic and we are kind of like a ground level, I'm going to get about as nitty and gritty as we could possibly be in the difference in conversation here. But that's who I am in a flash. Okay, and you're married. And I, I, I am I, married. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm married uh, to one beautiful woman. Her name is Christina Flemons. I have three children, two uh, with my wife and I, Trinity and Zay. And then we have a child that Christina came into our marriage with. His name is Theo. And this is a strange opportunity. And I have some great perspective on, I actually have all three of those kids in the house with me right now. <laughs> and when, when I saw this coming, I knew that it was going to be like destroy the peace in our home. And surprisingly, it's been one of the greatest joys to have them all back in the house with us. That's good. So uh, a little flower about me. Uh, my name is JT McCraw and uh, third generation builder, as Stephen alluded to, uh, I'm, I'm a builder at heart, whether that's a house or whether that's men or uh, organization, uh, whatever it may be. I think there's a lot of principles uh, that flow in between all of those things that we'll certainly be talking about. Um, you know, grew up in Kentucky, uh, where obviously, uh, if you know anything about the news, God loves Kentucky. <laughs> uh, a lot of good things are coming out of Kentucky right now. Uh, that's where God decided to move. Uh, so I'm just letting you guys know, y'all, y'all get me all the time about Kentucky, but apparently God loves them. So, uh, grew up in Kentucky, moved here to Nashville, where I currently live. Uh, been here for about 28 years. Married to Shelly, been married 31 years, uh, going on 32, five children. Two of those are adoptive, which has opened my eyes to a lot of things about faith, honestly, and about how God loves us. Uh, but love my love my family. Uh, I am a part-time pastor uh, at a large church here in, in uh, Brentwood, but I'm also a home builder. And I believe that, look, all men are created to be upscale, and that's why I love building <laughs> Why well, I love building what I build because it gives me a view into what men could be actually if they would just do certain things and build according to a certain plan. I think that's about it. Anthony and I will talk a lot about we we call them blooper reels. Yeah, uh, we really rely heavily on the mistakes that we've made. And between Anthony and I, I guarantee you we've made way more than Stephen ever even considered making uh, in his life. So we're a great benefit to him because he'll get to learn too for, of what not to do. <laughs> Don't do this. Stephen will tell you what to do. We'll tell you what not to do. That's yeah. And we're currently still making new mistakes. So we'll keep fresh stuff for you. Oh, I'm in a mistake. right? I'm, I'm in a mistake right now. We'll talk about, but anyway, but that's kind of who we are. Well, let me just tell you that my audience is waiting for me to correct something Anthony said. And that is, you said that you're older than I am, but you're only 58. I'm 64, and I talk to my audience about how old I am all the time. Yeah, so I, I, I actually knew be, that. Don't, don't be trying to be the, don't <laughs> try to be the grandpa over me now. It's not going to work. No, this is called getting brownie points. This is what this is called. <laughs> it's actually called being able to look at his face right now, and it's so smooth and young. I mean, I don't know what kind of serum he's using, but he oh, looks a lot younger up, than I do. Up. He's got to get a pill or something. Yeah, he can't look that young. He's at doing 64. something. Man. I know. Yeah. He'll, he'll give credit to Bev for sure. Well, I mean, that's of probably course. right. Of course. <laughs> of course, of course. So let me, let me just take, let me pause and take a brief second and just explain logistically kind of what's going to happen. Is that? Yeah, I think it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. We need to do that. I've, you've never said it. I've done anything perfect. So anyway, here's how, <laughs> here's how it's going to look. So, you know, you know, basically Stephen has been so kind to invite us to his podcast. His podcast is every other week. So it's typically twice a month. So Stephen will talk every other week 
about a topic that's super important to masculinity, super important to men uh, and their growth. And the the following week, Anthony and I will follow that up with a more practical. This is how we've done it in the past. This is the things that we did do that did not work out very well for us. Uh, things that we've experienced. We'll break those down practically to give you some tidbits on how you can accomplish the thing that Stephen was talking about. Right. So that basically means that we will stop doing the Renovating Masculinity podcast and only do the Great Man podcast. So what we're asking our listeners to do, uh, and again, thank you so much for two and a half years we've been doing this. It's been incredible. But we're asking you to subscribe to the Great Man podcast because in the next, you know, 30 days, something like that a month, uh, we're going to be switching and stopping the renovating and only doing the Great Man. And that's why, again, this is our attempt to say this is what a band of brothers looks like. We're adding Steven. Yeah. Steven's adding us. And we're going to do this together. And I've looked for an opportunity to say this because I hear it in the news all the time. But, you know, when people say words matter, words matter. And so I know that for you, renovating masculinity at this point is JT and myself. So in that scope of things, renovating masculinity is not going away, quote unquote, Uh, releasing under that title is going away. But the same dynamic that you get currently in our podcast, you're still going to get, but we get the benefit of looking at a subject from 40,000 feet, kind of like a Ted talk. And then JT and I come in and it's more of a personal time together or a personal coaching moment. I would even say, and this is kind of bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. For our guys, it's a great value <laughs> added. Is. For Steven's guys, it's remained to be seen. Yeah. Because they're going to listen to us and go, who are these knuckleheads? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, technically, that's what we're doing. So that's, again, uh, Steven's been so generous to help to ask us to do this, and and we're going to and we're gonna do it. So that's the logistics of it. More of that will come as we uh, talk, and I know that, we have to negotiate Anthony's contract. He's holding out right now. But when we get that done, uh, then we'll give you more logistics later. Yeah. And just because the we're not doing the Renovating Masculinity podcast moving forward, uh, again, within the next month, that doesn't mean that the past episodes will not be available. They will be available. Uh, and I encourage you to go listen to those as well. There's a lot of great content in those, a lot of great episodes that we dive deep into some subjects that people are unwilling to talk about, especially uh, some of the ones of, of where culture. There was, yeah, culture and racial, yeah. racial issues that we're not scared to talk about. So again, those will be available guys on the Facebook group, Facebook groups, not going anywhere. Uh, that's going to stay. So we're going to figure this out and we'll let you know along the way as we figure these things out. But just wanted you to know that those past episodes are not going anywhere. So Stephen, won't you, won't you kind of explain a little bit of, because you're so eloquent and how we even got to this place where we decided to, to do this together. Well, we've, we've all been buddies for years. JT and I worked specifically on men's stuff. Anthony and I have known each other, cheered each other on, been on some of the same podcasts together. And I just think that we want to have a greater impact than we've had previously. You guys have been very successful with what you've done. Um, I've been somewhat successful in terms of my podcast, but I just realized in my case, that I have a tendency, and my audience will know this, I've admitted it before, to make the mistake of a lot of teachers. And that is, if I explain it once, it ought to be perfect in your life, right? I'll see you next week when you come back perfect with it. (laughs) Well, I'm pretty good at the trends and the stats and the descriptions and the psychology and the wiring and the biology of men and all that kind of thing. 
but that if information alone changed a man's life, we'd have a lot more changed men. Yeah. Uh, what we've got to have is is somebody coaching, somebody describing their own mistakes, somebody coming at it from having been in the trenches before. Yeah. And I've had my challenges, but I haven't had the biggest challenges men can have. I've not had multiple families or I've not had, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Anthony, Anthony's been so transparent about what he's been through. I mean, he's got much more wisdom than I do because of, of that and the way God's redeemed all of that in his life. So like I said earlier, we're all coming with our different perspectives, but I think the combination of me kind of as the lead teacher, analyst, so to speak, bringing my academic skills and what have you. And by the way, I try to keep mine brief, 10, 15 minutes. Let me describe something. I talk fast, so that's actually four hours worth of information. <laughs> um, and then guys can think about it, ponder it, and then here you come, you know, next time around, and you're getting down to it. And then you're going to say, well, Stephen was flying at 40,000 feet. Let's put this down on the ground and talk about it. And uh, maybe that maybe that'll need a couple of weeks. Maybe that'll need a couple of different podcasts. That's fine. We'll adjust accordingly. But um, like I say, I'm very excited about it because I I really am committed to the idea that it takes a band of brothers. I think you've got to have other guys eyes on you. I think you've got to have different perspectives. You know, Hillary Clinton got laughed at for saying it takes a village. I don't know about that, but I do know it takes a band of brothers to build an excellent man. A man who walks alone is a fool. And God knows I've done that enough in my life. So I'm real excited about this. Yeah. And one one other character that'll be on here from time to time is our producer, actually. And he's in his 20s. So he he actually brings a whole different perspective on the things that you'll talk about, Stephen, that is, I think, will be beneficial to men, but specifically fathers who are looking at their younger sons and going, hey, this is what this generation, you know, behind me is thinking. Uh, I know that Jonas has helped me quite a bit and I'll ask him questions about certain things and just his perspective is is refreshing and, and not, I'm in my fifties, Anthony's in his fifties, you're in your what whatever nineties, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. So, uh, but he'll be on time to time too. And I think that he'll bring a, a really good perspective on the, on the subjects that we talk about. Well, and guys, I think we ought to strain. I, I, I'm happy if it's just the three of us. But I think we ought to strain to get people as much not like us mm, as possible. Yeah. Like I've just mentioned the challenges of Filipino men. I don't mean American Filipinos. I mean folks actually in the Philippines where they've got a serious crisis of fatherhood for economic reasons we can talk about. We ought to get one of those guys to dial in with us. I don't care if he is up at three, 3 in the morning. Yeah. We've got a lot of friends in Philippines, and we'll just we'll just talk about that. And who knows? Maybe that generates an event over there. You know, one of the things we want to do is not just be a podcast, but we want to open doors, open lives, get people to open their homes, start having events around the world. We've, we've all already done that, but I think we ought to see that ratchet up. So let's get a Filipino guy who can explain that to us. Let's get a Native American. Let's get a guy who's 16 and a guy who's 36 and you know what i'm saying let's let's bring in guests not because they're celebrities but because they've got a perspective absolutely gosh i can't have i can't be anything but in my own skin Uh, i live in a largely african-american world here in dc most of my friends my church where i work what i do what i do with the washington commanders you know largely african-americans but man i i can't you can't have perspective other than your own you got to have somebody bring it to you this ought to this podcast ought to be a place where we're hearing voices, accents, and experiences 
we would never be exposed to otherwise. Yeah, I agree. And that's one of the most exciting things. I know, Stephen, you know that we do a, a private Facebook group and there's roughly about 2,500 guys in that group. But the opportunity that we have there to have discussions with men that are completely unlike us as far as where they're located in the country or actually where they're located all over the globe, because there's men from all over the globe in there. And even just subject matter that we come up with these conclusions and we think that it's the way to go. And I have the same uh, opportunity with my son, man, I'll sit down and have have uh, decisions made and ideas settled in my heart. And I'll have a, di a discussion with my son, which is 22 years old. And it just helps me to have a, a better rounded kind of idea of what the reality and the perspective is of the nation as a whole. Because sometimes as men at our age, we've made a lot of mistakes and we've decided that these are the best avenues and that these are the best ways to do things. And we come to this age to find out that we actually can still continue to learn. And that'll be something that we'd be interested in just sharing with the larger group that there's always an opportunity for us to continue to learn. We haven't done anything successful because we've made it to 58. We've made some decisions that have been good, some that have been bad, but we're still coming together, even with these younger voices that'll be at the table with us. And we have to give them the honor and respect to be able to hear what they're saying. And I want to model that for our audiences as well, that there is value in sitting across the table from somebody 20 years your junior and them giving you information that is a bright bulb in your life. So that's something that's, that I'm excited about as well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it also opens up the doors to, to bring guests that are well-known, uh, that have stories that people really don't realize. They just see their successes. They see what they've accomplished, but there's always a story behind the story that is the reason why they're successful. And it's usually failure. And so I'm looking forward to even, you know, bringing these guys that, that people may know by name and really diving into whatever subject matter that fits their life and to say, man, how did you get to where you're at? You know, even with all the failures that people really don't see, but how did you get there? I think that's a value uh, that coming together brings us the opportunity to do that. Case in point, we were just in Texas uh, last week and uh, we met with probably, I don't know, 12 guys, something like that, 12 or 15 guys. And uh, kind of going along with your book, uh, Men on Fire, Stephen, we had we were around mm -hmm. a fire. And I know that's one of your dreams is to have men around a fire, man, just really saying, here's my heritage. Here's, you know, here's the things that I'm dealing with. And so we were around this fire and man, just the opportunity that came about with some pretty what would you say, Anthony? Uh, Influential. Okay, that's a good word. Yeah. They have a lot of influence. People don't know their name, but man, they have a lot of influence in this country. Uh, they've started things that we were sitting with one guy, I think he was a billionaire, and he, he started kind of telling us things that he's been behind financially, and everybody knows who they are and knows these organizations. And it was just unbelievable. But yet here he has such a heart. I mean, his question was, how can we impact men in this country because I'm, he knows and he understands that it's you impact the man, you get the man right, then everybody else just kind of falls in place in that family typically. So that's what I'm excited about these guys uh, that we can have on that can really just, you know, reveal their blooper reel, sure. so to speak. So. And one last thing, as we keep mentioning this thing, this blooper reel, it's going to be something I'm sure that JT and I'll get into in better detail, but we have a philosophy that, a lot of times when you sit down around a group of men and you share all of your successes and all of those things that have gone well and the decisions you made that were like home runs, a lot of times men can glaze over because it does not seem to be reflected in their own lives. But when we talk about the mistakes and the moments that we have not done so well or the 
places in our lives that we have fear or angst or anxiety, more people can kind of attach to those and they'll be more willing to listen as we unroll how we were able to get out of those situations. And even as we start this, JT and Stephen, I was telling uh, both of you, man, that we have dreamed of moments like this, joining together and being able to affect the entire world. I know that we have a common dream of maybe 10 million men in 10 years being able to do that. And even the the suggestion of that, immediately there's a fear that comes into my life. And I've said yes to a lot of things that I wasn't prepared for. And God has always given me the opportunity and grace to do well in those things. But when this one came up, once again, I'm not ready for that. This is not something I'm willing to do. JT mentioned being in Texas with this group of men and getting and immediately I got a new opportunity to go and speak to a group of men there. And here here's the opportunity again to see what it is that you've been working towards coming towards you and coming to fruition. And we want to step in and stop it. So that'll be something that maybe that JT and I can talk about. But that's the idea of our blooper reel. We're willing to to make ourselves not look perfect for the opportunity to let you know that there is success past these mistakes that we make in our lives. Well, I want to say something, too, about on that score, and that is that, you know, the average guy, the average guy out on the street, Walmart America, we might call it, uh, he thinks he's making mistakes nobody else has ever made. But because I live in D.C. and work the way I do with, you know, I've been in the presence of kings, prime ministers, things like that, not bragging. That's just the way where my work takes me. And I'm going to tell you, you can have a guy who is the prime minister over a country. You can have a guy who's royalty. Uh, you can have a guy who's mega wealthy, you know, and coming to see me on his private jet and all that kind of stuff. And I'm telling you, the problems in their lives are just like the guy who's digging ditches or working at Kmart or what, you know, then I, I, it's, a, it's a mistake. One of the things that I have just 100, I've just always moved by is the rich, the famous, the powerful, whatever, the, the, the super talented, the guys running out there on the gridiron or whatever. They got problems that are so common, it's just laughable. Sure. You know, they they don't transcend them because they got money or they're built perfectly or they, you know, run the 40 faster than anybody else in the NFL. They got the same problem. So that's one of the things I'm excited about is I have, as you know, my focus is a lot on leaders and a lot on people in the upper tiers, not because I wouldn't need anything from them, but because I know they're just as screwed up as everybody else. Yeah. And um, and yet often people don't have the guts to speak bluntly. To right. them. You know, everybody, everybody knows them is working for them. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I'm not working for them and I don't need anything from them, but I'm going to talk straight to them. And so anyway, if we do the, we do our job on this podcast. We'll be talking to the 16 year old who's just starting to figure out and we'll be talking to a guy who's heading up a country. Uh, because they got the same stinking drives, desires, challenges, mm. temptations, and you know potentially we're going to try to avoid it. But blooper reel, sure. So that's that's I'm I'm excited about that, and you guys are going to be experts at that. Yeah, and you're and you're so right, and that's one reason uh, to in all transparency, Stephen and I sit on the Great Man Board uh, with Stephen, and and one of our goals has always been to really impact Latin America because we understand that Latin American men have the same problems that. North American men have. And the, like you said, the Philippines, I and mean, we've both, all of us have traveled all over the globe talking about this kind of stuff. And uh, it just never ceases to amaze me that you're so right. It is what is common to man that really snares men and keeps them stuck where they're at, even in their success. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm ready to rock. Well, look, let's let's land this plane, as we say all the time, the oxygen mask are falling. We're going to end this so fast. Uh, Stephen, thank you. Uh, thank you to your to the great man crowd, the great man podcast, what you've done. And and I, I hopefully they will welcome us. I know they're not going to be used to 
the kind of the Texas twain that, that Anthony speaks, but, but they'll get used to it. Uh, and just so thankful that you invited us, uh, that you saw value in us enough to invite us into your world, yep. uh, in this podcast world. And hopefully that we will, uh, be a value to your listeners. And for our listeners, I promise you that Stephen being added to what we're doing is going to be a value that money will not buy. I promise you that he's going to talk about things and do and, and say things that you will not hear anywhere else. You won't hear another man like Stephen speak in the way that he speaks, which is typically direct. It is 40,000 feet, but it's direct. It's helpful. It's impactful. And you will grow as a man and you will become, as the podcast says, you will become a great man. So thanks Again, the great man audience, renovating audience, thank you for everything that you guys have done for us. And this is only going higher. This is only doing better. It's like I told Anthony, sometimes, you know, when I was a renovator, to, to get to the place where what I'm building now, which is these big, massive mansions, you know, I had to start somewhere and I had to give up something to, in order to do that. So we're giving up, so to speak, the Renovating Masculinity podcast, but we're moving to a greater address so that we can have greater impact and be of more value to you. Powerful. There's only one thing I've got to ask that you guys give up, and that is Anthony cannot be wearing a Dallas Cowboys baseball cap. <laughs> We're not going to do this. My audience. That's all there is to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, we didn't. We didn't have full negotiations. There wasn't full disclosure. Yeah, that just can't be happening. Uh, look, I have threatened <laughs> so many times. It's not going to work. He will actually. What he'll do, Stephen, he'll actually go out and buy more gear yeah. of Dallas and wear it more more oh times in your gosh. presence. No. I'm just, I'm saying I'm gonna have my lawyers contact you because there was not full disclosure when we, when we started doing this thing. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what I always tell everybody when they find out I'm from the Dallas Fort Worth area, they go, are oh, you the Dallas Cowboys fan? And I go, I got beaten up a lot of times to ensure that I was a Dallas Cowboy fan. So I mean, <laughs> you're, you're going to be one, one way or the other, if you're living there in Dallas. Fort Worth. Okay. Okay. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Guys. Great to be with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Steven. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.